Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In today's episode, I want to go back and talk a little bit more about the recent Oregon cattle mutilations. Now, as many of you might know already, it's a series of five um, heifer bulls that were killed uh, out in uh, Harney County, Oregon, back in uh, the end of July, first part of August. There's been quite a bit of reporting done on this. Uh, the animals were found, uh, each of them just blaying where they'd been standing. No tracks around uh, the scene whatsoever. Um, no means by which they'd been killed, but they'd had their tongues cut out and they'd had their genitals cut off. These big 2,000-pound bulls. I mean, these are massive animals. And the area this happened in uh, kind of looks like a rugged uh, rangeland out there, fairly high altitude. The trees look to be kind of a scrubby looking pine tree sort of stuff that you would expect, uh, kind of in a semi-arid semi -arid area. And it happened on the uh, Sylvie's Valley's ranch out there, which is a 140,000 acre ranch. And they have a big resort area and a golf court attached to that. But where these cattle were found was clear off on that ranch. And you have a national forest area around there. It was a very remote area. No tracks, like I said, going to or from the crime scene. Um, no evidence of any kind. And this is not the first time. There's a long history of cattle mutilations and a long history of this sort of stuff happening out there in that area. So there was a usual, you know, quite frankly, shoddy, shoddy reporting done on it. And then they interviewed the sheriff and... Uh, he didn't have any answers, but he did make a lot of jokes about Bigfoot and UFO and all, you know, of the whack jobs that have been calling in. And just, just kind of the normal routine stuff. A lot of it, a lot of it, quite frankly, insulting. And a lot of the people that they interviewed, you know, a lot of nervous laughter. But the fact is, you had five of these 2,000-pound bulls that were just laying there, you know, out on the rangeland, in kind of a forested area, laying there dead, no explanation of how they died. And not a lick of evidence to show who or what killed them. Now they knew that there weren't that it wasn't uh, predation because there was no sign of a of a bear or a cougar or anything like that. And another thing was, as we've spoken about in previous blog blogcast <sighs> podcast, there wasn't even so much as uh, predation after the animals were killed. I mean, you didn't have the normal the normal scavenger behavior. You didn't have the coyotes coming in. You didn't have the crows or the vultures or anything like that. It's like these things were just, uh, well, like they were toxic and nothing wanted anything to do with them. Now that happened. And then, like I said, that's back in July. And then something kind of uh, happened that made the case even more interesting. NPR, of all people, did a report on this. I think it was on their radio uh the radio podcast, All Things Considered, maybe. But they sent someone out there. They sent a gal out there on the ground to talk to some people. And she did the normal reporting stuff. But they took a picture. And then she pointed out something uh, that I suppose might have been pointed out before, but nobody really paid attention. And that's the fact that there wasn't any blood. No blood. You get to the crime scene where these cattle have been killed at. And not only are there no tracks, no tire tracks, no foot tracks, nothing like that. There's no blood. Not a single drop of blood. I mean, not even a one drop. Now, you would think that whatever did this 
you know, it cut the tongues out, cut the genitals off, there would be some blood. And I don't know, you know, how many of you listeners have ever done, uh, have ever went hunting, have ever butchered an animal, have been around uh, a meat shop. But I can assure you that when you butcher a 2,000-pound bull, there's lots of blood. In fact, I did a little bit of a research on this because I started reading about the whole thing on a couple of these different websites. And this is what I found out. And I found this out from reference.com. And it says, It is generally accepted that the blood volume of cattle is an average of 55 milliliters per kilogram. 55 milliliters per kilogram. Now, you know, kilo is about 2.2 pounds. Given that the bulls in question weighed 2,000 pounds, or approximately 900 kilograms, I think it was 907 to be exact, in order to determine how much blood the bull had while alive, we can multiply the 900 kilograms by 55 milliliters. And what you end up with is 49,500 milliliters of blood, or 1,674 ounces. Now, this computes to 13 gallons. 13 gallons. Now, that's, that is correct. The mutilated bulls are missing 13 gallons of blood. Now, most of us are familiar with what a 5-gallon bucket looks like. So, just imagine over two and a half 5-gallon buckets full of blood and how much ground that would cover. When you think about that, I want you to think about those bulls laying there on the ground. They've had their tongues cut out. I mean, and you know, if you cut your tongue, it bleeds. They've had their genitals cut off. And you would think, you know, these animals had their genitals cut off and removed. They're gone. Wouldn't that leave some blood? 13 gallons is what it would leave. But all around these crime scenes, and they've taken pictures now, nobody can find a single drop of blood. Not even one drop. Not a single drop of blood. Now, how, how likely does that seem to you? Now, ask yourself, where did the 13 gallons of blood go? Like I said, no photographic evidence, multiple eyewitness testimony, not a single drop of blood left at the cattle mutilation scenes. Also, like I said, no tracks no tire tracks, no foot tracks, nothing. No animal tracks. Now, in spite of this overwhelming evidence, the crime is being attributed to humans. In fact, and I have the link here. You can go to ufowarning.blogspot.com. One of the articles, and I think this came from a local television station there, and it says, Colby Marshall... Vice President of Sylvie's Valley Ranch said, It is normal to find bulls that die suddenly on the ranch's 140,000 acres. Now I want to stop right there. I'm, I've been raised in farm country, and I guess they must do things differently out there because I spent time around people that raised cattle, and it was not normal to find healthy bulls that just fell over dead for no reason. Fact is, the bull is the biggest, meanest dude in the herd. And whenever we would drop hay off, he was the first one to eat. Secondly, I don't know the cattle operations that I grew up around, and this has been many years ago, but they didn't keep the bulls around for 15, 20 years. 
they would keep a bull around for, I don't know, a couple, three years. And then he was out of there. Most of them end up in hamburger. So to say that it's normal for bulls to just drop over dead, well, I guess the cattle business must be different than when I knew people that were in the cattle business, or maybe they just do things differently out west. Anyway, but finding five within two days was strange. Now, finding five within two days is not strange. Finding five within two days is off the charts. That's off the charts. That's way past being a pattern. He goes on to say, you can see this animal is just laying here and is just sort of melting into the ground. If it was a natural cause of death, it would never look like this, Marshall said. Marshall said when the ranch hands first discovered the bulls, they knew something was not right. There were no wounds, no signs of struggle, and the bull's genitals and tongues had been precisely removed, all without a trace of footprints or blood around. Marshall said the circumstances at the ranch point to humans as a probable culprits because of the precise cuts of the bulls. Now I have to tell you, I am yet to see a logical explanation as to exactly how the circumstances this man has just described in any way point to humans. What he just said defies logic. What he just said completely defies logic. I'm sorry, but we know of no humans that can levitate into this place without leaving a trace and somehow absorb 13 gallons of blood. You know... It's hard to say this, but I think we've heard that the three hardest words to say are uh, I love you or I am sorry. But for some people, the three hardest words to say are I don't know. I don't know why people can't say that. When faced, when, when faced with something inexplicable as like what happened to 13 gallons of blood, instead of pretending that that fact that staring us in the face doesn't exist and attributing these crimes to humans, I think it would be more helpful if people could just simply say, I don't know, because that would be a lot more honest answer. Now, we get down here in the same article. It's from QHQ.com. And this fellow goes on to say, we did a necropsy. There, a, nec a necropsy, it's like autopsy, an animal autopsy, there was nothing, Marshall said. So they've done an autopsy, and they've come up with zero. Crickets, nothing. But still, they insist on blaming this thing on humans. But there's no evidence. The only way that you can say this was human-caused is if you would deny any possibility of a paranormal event occurring. He says that should put, I, my response to that is, we were told earlier that maybe this is poison darts. Yeah, poison darts. And I would say that should pretty much rule out poison darts. Now, the local sheriff also does not offer any explanation as to how a 2,000-pound bull could have bled out 13 gallons of blood without leaving a single drop at a death scene. And like I said, if you've ever been in... Uh, a slaughterhouse or a butcher shop. I, I live in a rural area, so we have slaughterhouses where they, you know, they do the business of killing the cows and pigs and whatnot. And, you know, I've been up around farms and I've seen cattle slaughtered. And let me tell you something. 
And the average cow, they say, has around six gallons of blood. Well, she's half the size of a bull. A 2,000-pound bull, yes, it's going to have 13 gallons of blood. It goes everywhere, man. You can't kill one of those things without just having a big, bloody mess. The notion that uh, a bunch of uh, cult members or kids or some kind of uh, farm terrorist could, could show up, slaughter these five bulls in some unknown manner, cut off their genitals and then cut out their tongues and not leave a single drop of blood... That's crazy. That's a conspiracy right there. That's a crazy conspiracy speculation to dream up some scenario where where humans came along, committed this crime, and somehow did it without leaving a single drop of blood. Now we go on the article here and we read that Sheriff Dan Jenkins... He's with the he's with the Harney County Sheriff's Office. It's Harney County, Oregon. Has been working on the cattle cases and said it's been going on for decades. I've heard of it in the past working in ranches and stuff and taking and talking to different people where they had seen it and you get all the conspiracies. Wow, that sounds like a really open mind. So he's heard about this unexplained phenomenon going on for years and years and years. And law enforcement's never solved, as far as I know, a single case. But yet when somebody comes up with an idea, they're automatically a conspiracy theorist. Jenkins said the deaths are similar to livestock killings and mutilations he heard as a kid across the West in the 1970s, where hundreds of cows and bulls turned up dead also of seemingly unknown causes, with their genitals and tongues missing. He said, since the Silvis County, since the Silvis Ranch investigation, theories are still being called in, anywhere from Bigfoot, UFOs, and aliens to natural deaths and scavenger. Jenkins said, anything else is speculation, including ideas of what might have killed a bull without leaving marks. So basically, the sheriff affirms that hundreds of dead cattle have been mutilated, systematically mutilated now. We're talking about udders getting cut out, you know, specifically udders, specifically the genitals, specifically the throats cut out. Okay, so he admits this has been going on since the 1970s. However, if anyone so much as speculates that the cause could be non-human then they are engaging in speculation and conspiracy theory. You know, given this mindset, it is a lot easier for me to understand why none of these cases have been solved in the last 50 years. And until somebody can explain where 13 gallons of missing blood went, I think I'll just keep on speculating about those UFO conspiracy theories. And all the interviews that I have seen with the ranch uh, vice president or with the sheriff here or with any of the law enforcement, I have not heard a single one of them. I have not heard a single one of them speculate or theorize about where in the world 13 gallons of blood could have ended up at without so much as a single drop left at the crime scene. I think that's a legitimate question. Where 
did the 13 gallons of blood go? All five cases. Five separate cases of these bulls being systematically, ritualistically slaughtered like some kind of pagan sacrifice, but no trace whatsoever of animal predators or humans and not a single drop of blood left over. Now, if somebody can tell me how they could manage to slaughter a 2,000-pound bull and not leave a single drop of blood, I would be very interested in knowing that. And you know what? I'm quite sure that some of the big, the big uh, beef packagers in this country would also be quite interested in hearing that. Because disposing of blood is an issue for a lot of meat packers. It's considered uh, toxic pollution. So if you can figure out how these remote cattle killers got rid of, well, 13 gallons would be 104 pounds of blood, how they evaporated that into thin air, they'd like to know. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.